We're talking mental health, encouragement, and taking a question from the phone line. Let's get into it. We've got some difficult days ahead. I just want to do God's will. I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. Shalom Aleikum Mishpaka. Peace be unto you, my family. And welcome to another episode of Jacob's Seed Podcast. Your first time listening to this podcast, my name is Yermiyahu Dawid. I am your host of Jacob's Seed Podcast. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Yermiyahu15. You can also follow this podcast on Instagram at JacobC12, as well as search Jacob's Seed Podcast on Facebook and like our Facebook as well. Listen, we're also on YouTube under Messianic Hebrew TV. Messianic Hebrew TV. Uh, look that up, search it. You'll find my face on there as well. Um, we're talking everything um, Hebrew culture, Hebrew thought, and Torah. Um, so get there, um, subscribe, like uh, the YouTube channel, just as you guys have been supporting this podcast as well. Also, you can find our merch on Teespring. Um, type in Jacob C Podcast on Teespring. Try to find that. You can also find all these um, in the links in this podcast description, as well as the links um, on my Twitter, um, on Jacob C um, Twelve, on Instagram, and on Facebook as well. So let's get right into this episode, ladies and gentlemen. So first of all. I want to thank all of you guys who have been supporting this podcast as always, uh, because you can be listening to any other podcast, and I'm sure you do. Um, and I thank the Most High for all the podcasts out there that continue to encourage, uplift, and to inform um, the so-called African American community, which we know on this podcast as the Hebrew community. Um, I also thank uh, one of the brothers, man, that that called in, our first uh, person who has called in to the podcast voicemail. Um, to leave his question and also everybody who has been hitting me up in the um, on Instagram on on direct message. I have not checked Facebook. So if you um, have sent any message on Facebook, please forgive me if I have not responded to those charge that to my head, not my heart. Um, I have to do a better job, I guess, of checking the uh, the Facebook inbox. But all those who've been rocking with me on Instagram, I thank you all for your support. Um, and it's very humbling um, that you would even contact me to uh, believe I would have an answer to your question. And some of those I, some of those questions I just don't know. And I've told people I don't know or I've told people what my opinion about things were and emphasized this is my opinion. Um, this is not gospel truth. But anyway, I thank you guys because, um, I mean, it keeps me on my toes, keeps me on my P's and Q's, uh, definitely keeps me in prayer, keeps me in the scriptures, um, keeps me sharp. So I thank you guys for that. Um, all you guys out there who's, who's found Jacob seed by however way you found it, uh, you're brand new to the, to the truth. You've come back to the covenant. Um, you're following the law, statutes, commandments of the most high. Now I would encourage you to listen, try to listen to every episode that we have out there. Um, cause there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, and I might post, I may or may not post some things and, uh, to try to guys help you out and guide you in the right direction. And, um, who's out there, you know, really teaching the truth and who's not. And, um, I'm not going to say who's really teaching the truth and who's not, but the people I've listened to, I would say, that really helped me out and really helped develop me um, and my thoughts and what my beliefs are today. So let's get right into the episode. First of all, unless you've been hiding under a rock, 
you now know that Kanye West, yes, Kanye West, the same man that is married to uh, one of those Kardashians, Kim Kardashian, uh, is running for president in November uh, for this uh, this 2020 presidential election. The problem is uh, he's waited way too late. Uh, the If you know anything about politics, you got to get in during the Iowa caucus or at least soon after, so that your name can be on every ballot on every state, and he has missed that opportunity. Uh, there are only a handful of states that he can actually really run in and win. There is a slim chance to none that he would even actually win um, the presidency. Um, this is yet another stunt uh, from Kanye West. Um, he's spoken about openly different things personally with his wife and uh, just a whole bunch of crazy tirades. Um, I think it's a shame how far this 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 talented brother has slipped uh, since the death of his mother some years back and we've seen the results of what happens when a firm foundation is snatched from someone um, they begin slipping um, and we understand that our firm foundation as Hebrews is not a man is not a woman is not your mama is not your daddy is not your brother your sister your grandmama your grandfather uh, we do honor those people if they help raise you if they were parents to you um, we don't just push them to the side, um, especially if they're not in the truth. We try our best um, to go to our household first. Right. And, and share the truth with them, uh, share the truth and um, mixture of truth and love, uh, because too much truth and not enough love. You'll come off as harsh. You'll come off as arrogant, uh, conceited and hateful um, and too much love and not enough truth. Um, you'll make this walk seem just uh, just like Christianity, uh, full of cheap grace, um, accepting of everything and standing on nothing. So we need both truth and love together. Or as the scriptures say that the most high or not the most high, but Yeshua grew in in both uh, grace and truth together. We need both of those together. Um, and the problem is that no one has told Kanye who he is. Um, if they have told him who he is, then I put him to the side and, and, and took the brother through the scriptures. Um, I saw a video where some brews um, ran into Tiffany Haddish and Common, and they took them through the scriptures about who they were as Hebrews. Um, somebody needs to do this with Kanye. First of all, I believe that Kanye is in the Kardashian curse. Uh, we know that any black brother, any brother for that matter, black, white, yellow, blue, whoever, uh, if they go into a Kardashian, they are never the same. Uh I don't know what it is about that family that's cursed. I mean, OJ start hanging out with him and all of a sudden he's killing his wife. So I don't know. I don't know if I can blame that on Kardashians, but maybe a stretch. But hey, whatever. I don't know what's going on with that family, but I do know what's going on with Kanye West. He does. He's open about his bipolarism. He's open about the fact that he does not take his medication um, because it makes him feel some kind of way. Um, and this segment here is not necessarily about Kanye West as a whole and his antics. Uh, we understand why he's acting crazy because he is crazy. He's bipolar and he doesn't help himself. He does not take the medication that was afforded to him, um, nor to my knowledge is he out there trying to find if, if, if the uh, pharmaceutical medication is making him feel some kind of way. I don't know that he's out there trying to find some natural um, remedy for his problem. Uh, because we all we know that uh, there are for every I have a friend that is a pharmacist. So for every pharmaceutical drug, there's actually a natural plant somewhere that can actually help you um, no matter what the issue you have. I don't know if he's seeking that. Uh, but talking about Kanye West, I want to open the door to talking about um, uh, the African-American community as a whole and mental health. As a whole, the African-American community does not discuss 
mental health. And that is a detriment to our own selves. Um, right here in my city, um, there's a whole neighborhood, literally a whole neighborhood where they dump mentally ill people. And the majority of them, vast majority of them look like you and me. They're African-American, so-called African-Americans. And they just walk the, walk the street. Um, <laughs> in the rare occasion, you'll see somebody walk on the street with no clothes on. Um, they're pretty much homeless. Um, not because they don't have a home, but because of their mental condition, they choose not to stay at home with family members. Um, so they roam the streets. Uh, they scrounge the garbage cans. They're, they're knocking on your windows at the stop signs. They're, they're begging for food with the Taco Bell line. Like it's, it's, it's quite sad. Um, and the problem is that we as a community do not discuss mental health, nor do we take care of them. And we look at Yeshua, there's plenty of times where he has helped those who were mentally ill. As a matter of fact, let me let me pull up the scriptures. Let me pull up the scriptures real quick. And we'll see what Yahshua charged his disciples with um, as they were going out. So this is what he said. He said, when he had called into his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out until all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. He said, he gave them power to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. So whether that's sickness of the mind, whether that's disease of the mind, whether that's disease of the flesh, of the eyes, of the, whatever it is, if you are really a Talmudim of Yahshua, meaning a, a disciple of Yahshua, um, if you are, if you really have the Ruach HaKodesh, the set apart spirit that is within you, that is, that is part of the kingdom of Elohim. Uh, when the scriptures say the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, they're talking about two different things. So if you if you read the apostles, they will tell you um, and Shaul, Paul would say the same thing, that the kingdom of God is in you, in you. The most high wants to dwell in you. Second um, Corinthians would tell us that our first Corinthians would tell us that our our bodies are the temple. It now it houses the spirit of the most high. That is the kingdom of God. The Ruach HaKodesh, the set-apart spirit. If you do not have that, you cannot cure any manner of disease. And it's not just about having it, it's about how much of it do you have and how much of it do you want. Because the more of God's will that you do, the more of him that you will receive and the, and the closer and the deeper and the tighter your connection between the most high and you will be. And that's the difference between us and people like um, Eliyahu or Elisha and Elijah in the scriptures. We see that they were able to do all type of manner of miracles. They were able to heal people, bring people up from the dead, call down fire from heaven, all these things in their flesh. They were not divine men. Wrap your head around that. Elisha and Elijah were not divine men. Yet, they were able to call hell to, uh, fire down from heaven. They were able to heal the sick, able to allow the blind to see, and raise the dead. How could they do these divine things void of divinity? Because they had the Ruach HaKodesh. They inherited the kingdom of Elohim. They had a deep connection with the Most High. They were not concerned about everything else that was going on around them in the world. 
They were at least they were not concerned with possessing the possessions of their oppressors and of their oppressive states. Eliyahu, Elijah, did not bow to Jezebel and Ahab. He didn't do it. He ran from them, trying to be separate and uh, worship the creator of this world and not worship the gods of Jezebel. But we as a people are diluted in our power uh, because we do not have that connection with the most high like that. We are so ingrained into this American culture. We are so ingrained into this first world ideology. Um, we are so we are so a part of this, the culture of our oppressor, and we don't even know it. As much as we want to be a not be a part of it, it's in us. It's in us. A lot of us don't want to admit that, but it is in us and it's in us heavy. So everything from from whether you want looking at designer clothes, whether you're wearing about your job, whether you're wearing about money, uh, whether you're looking at websites you ain't got no business looking at, whether you have a relationship with with people that you ain't got no business having a relationship with. And I ain't talking about just having a relationship with white women and white men. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about people who look like you, black and brown folks that you shouldn't be having a relationship with because they have stank attitudes, because they have horrible energy, because they do not follow the law, statutes and commandments of the most high. And you and you are intimately connected with these people. Now, I'm not saying that you separate, you know, uh, completely sever yourself from people that you are, are, are emotionally intimate with, whether that be you have a wife that you married um, and she is not uh, following the law of statutes commandments. She hadn't made it over yet. You have a husband that you married and he hasn't made it over yet. You're not to divorce your husband and your wife. You know, the most high hates divorce um, outside of infidelity. Uh, as a people, we do not divorce. Um, even the Most High said, as a, as a, if if you if you're a um, a believing wife and have an unbelieving husband, Shaul would say that is the duty of the unbelieving wife that her light should shine, so her husband can come to the truth. The same if you're a husband and have an unbelieving wife, it is your duty as the believing husband to shine your light in that household, so that your unbelieving wife would come to the truth. But we are so disconnected. And the scriptures say Yahshua charged us with healing all manner of disease. But it's funny that we do not talk about mental illness because we as a people don't know much about it. We, we just don't know much about it. That's why we don't talk about it. But there are people out there who are hurting. And they are in torment right now. Shoot, they ain't waiting for no Sheol. They in torment right now. And there's nothing no one wants to do for them. Notice I said wants to do. There's people that can do. They don't want to. There's plenty of people in a society that have diagnosed mental illnesses and are, and are functioning just fine. Working at Fortune 500, CEOs and VPs of this and VPs of that. But for our people, they're thrown out into the streets. They're thrown into nursing homes. Because either we, we as a people don't know what to do. And the society looks on us as uh, people who don't have the same dignity as they are, that, 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 uh, that they do. And we're not treated with that same humanity, unfortunately. So we as a people need to start taking care of our own. And not just mental illnesses. Uh, Kanye is a good example of, of like, there's a lot of Kanye's walking around here with mental illnesses, talking some crazy talk, doing some crazy thing and harmful to themselves and those around them. We as, a, we as a people need to be praying for those people. 
calling those things out. Heck, going out to them streets, man, and not putting yourself in danger. Now, hear me now, especially if you have a family at home. Do not be putting yourself in danger. But heck, you can you can walk the streets and you can pray. You ain't got to lay hands on nobody. You ain't got to touch nobody. You ain't got to look nobody in the eye. You just be in the vicinity somewhere. Heck, you can see the person a block down the road. You can be passing them up and just start praying for them. Start praying for them. Um, yeah, that's on the mental illness tip. Uh, I can talk all day and all night about that because there's so much that we neglect as a people. And not just mentally, our bodies as well, the foods that we put in there. You can you can be eating kosher, kodesh, clean, whatever you want to call it, and still be wildly out of shape and extremely unhealthy. Because, yeah, potato chips are clean, but they ain't healthy. All right? Kool-Aid is clean, but it ain't healthy. Um, fried chicken, clean, but it ain't healthy. Now, I ain't saying you can't have these things. I'm saying is you have to take these things into moderation and understand how our body works. All right. Um, it's not made to, to, to intake all the fat and the sodium and the calories and the sugar that we consume um, in this nation. This nation is there's a reason why this nation is the most unhealthy nation on planet Earth. It's because the way our, our it's not the food that we eat, but it's the way that it's a, it is prepared for us. Um but yeah, that's that's probably another podcast for another day. Listen, so we we, we need to seriously um, combat mental illness, all type of illness and disease. Yahshua has charged those who believe and those who are part of the kingdom of Elohim to be able to heal the sick. That is our charge. That's one of our charges anyway. Now, moving from mental illness to a little bit of encouragement and then I'm going to get to the phone line and answer the questions there. So as I mentioned uh, in the before that I, we have we're all, we are on YouTube. It's called Messianic Hebrew TV and I posted a video about the uh, Tesha Ba'av. So at the recording of this podcast, uh, it is actually Tesha Ba'av and that is a, uh, a minor holiday um, in the Hebrew community and where we commemorate where we remember it's a solemn um, day where we remember everything that has happened on the ninth of Av. So Tesha is the Hebrew um, number of nine, and Av is the fifth month on the Hebrew calendar. So that, that literally means the ninth day of Av. And on or around the ninth day of Av, and definitely in the month of Av, so many atrocities have befallen our people. Uh, so we have the first, the first temple, the, the Solomon's temple, being destroyed by the Babylonians. Um, then um, we know that King Darius allowed those to go back, uh, whether it was, uh, what was it, Ezra and Nehemiah and all those type of people to go back and rebuild the temple the second time. Um, and over time, we had um, people like Herod, who was a Edomite, uh, but he extended the temple um, that was rebuilt by Ezra and Nehemiah. That temple would eventually be destroyed by the Romans in 70 A.D., um, we know that is is recorded extensively uh, by the historian Josephus in the first temple destruction recorded extens extensively by people like Jeremiah and Lamentations. Um, then we move on to the Spanish and Portuguese inquisitions. And if you don't know about those, there was a lot of brews that lived in Spain and Portugal um, during the time of those inquisitions. Um, and they were given a mandate either either um, conform to Christianity or die. Or get out of the country. So a lot of us fled into places like Morocco, Algeria, 
um, and to other northern parts and, and west coast parts of, of Africa. That's why you have this huge um, Jewish community uh, in Morocco. They're called Sephardic Jews. Some of them call themselves Sephardic Jews um, that are there. Uh, but we know that we know if you read Second Kings where the Sephardim comes from. But there are a lot of us that are mixed in that. Um, there's a huge Jew community there in the northern part of Africa. Um, also, um, we were sent out to St. Tome and Cape Verde. So there's 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 a lot of us that live on the islands of of, of Cape Verde and um, um, St. Uh, St. Tome, because that's where we were exiled to during those times. Um, sad, sad times. Also, uh, the first transatlantic slave ships ships would land on the shores of Jamestown, Virginia during the month of Av as well. So anyway, I posted that video on YouTube and I had someone comment say that, hey, I'm sure it was some Ashkenazi Jew and say, hey, listen, uh, you guys are Gentiles and you're under curses because of Deuteronomy 30 and 7, uh, not because you are the children of Israel. Uh, you know, you're not the true children of Israel. But when they say that the people, it's OK. It's not anti-Semitic when they say it. Right. Uh, when they're talking about the uh, when they're talking about real Semitic people. And the guy may have been a real Semitic. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to get into who is and who ain't. I know who I am. And if you know who you are, you, you, you stand on that and don't be worrying about everybody else. All right. So I'm, I'm going to read what he's talking about. He said Deuteronomy 30 and 7. So Deuteronomy 30 and 7, it says, And Yahuwah, thy Elohim, will put all these curses upon thy enemies and on them that hate thee, which persecute thee. So he says that we're going through the curses of Israel because we are an enemy of Israel and that we persecuted Israel. The problem with that is you can find nowhere in history, none, zero, nada, nowhere in history where Shemitic people persecuted or became enemies of other Shemitic people, specifically the children of Israel. Show me somewhere in scriptures where the children of Israel turned on one another, right? And began to kill one another. And then we enslaved one another. Show me that somewhere in the scriptures. Now, did we have bats? Yes, we did. did the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, did they come to war sometime? Yes, we did. But that, that, that was family scuffles, man. Uh, nothing, ever, nothing no other family does, you know. But show me in a time where somewhere between the 12 tribes of Israel that there was major wars between them and that the tribes began to possess one another. And I'm not talking about individual slaves. We see that in Torah. But every jubilee, um, and, when that's, when, and when that slave was able to, to, to uh, redeem himself or some or, or kinsman redeemer would come and get him, he would be free. So that's something diff completely different. And that was more of an indentured servant, not a slave. Um, and most of those people put their put themselves into slavery because of their um, they had no choice. They had debts to pay off and do whatever. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about military oppression. Real enemies like outside of of we know the uh, animosity that Ephraim would have for Jacob. Right. So the northern kingdoms would have for the southern kingdoms. And this is the most high will decimate that. 
But man, this this guy. So pretty much, this person is saying that that I'm a hermetic person, and I get it. You know, um, we we look similar to him, but we know that in scriptures. And Jeremiah says, "Are you not like the Ethiopians to me?" And we know there's a, a huge, huge, huge community of Ethiopian Hebrews, and they come from the line of Solomon. We know all this. You read the Kibra Nagast and the Solomon and Queen Sheba and all these different things that happened to them. And then and a lot of them came out of straight out of Israel during the times of 70 AD and uh, before other times. And um, they migrated there. There's a lot of us that are in Egypt. There's a lot of us all over from from the East Coast to the West Coast of Africa. We're there. Whether you're talking about the Bantus, whether you're talking about the Ethiopians, whether you're talking about the Moroccans, whether you're talking about the Algerians, whether you're talking about the Yabora, whether you're talking about the Igbo, whether you're talking about um, the Limba, whether you're talking about the Ashanti, whether you're talking about um, the Zulus, whether you're talking about the Fulanis, like there's so many of us that have Shemitic uh, 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 ties and our, and our bloodline ties back to that bloodline of Shem. Of the 12 tribes of Israel. So for the person to get, just to hop on there, don't know me from Adam, to actually get on YouTube and try to tell me who I am, it's, it's arrogant at best. And I just want to encourage every brother and sister that's listening to this episode that there are going to be people because they don't understand the vast, complicated history of the so-called African-American that will mistake you for an, a straight-up African. So you ain't nobody but a stankin' Kenyan. You ain't nobody but a stankin' Nigerian. You ain't nobody but a, somebody from, from, from Ghana, somebody from Congo, in which our people do live in those places. There are Hebrews in those places. But all they see you as a, as a dirty, dusty African. First of all, <laughs> it's a shame that they would take a whole continent and subject them to one people. The Kenyan, the Nigerian the Sudanese, the Ethiopian, the South African, the Moroccan, the Algerian, they are not the same. They all have separate, beautiful, and dynamic cultures, which the Europeanized nations of this world can never understand. But at the same time, you are not a Hamite. You're from the line of Shem, from the bloodline of Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are an Israelite, so whatever you want to call yourself, an African-American, black, um, Hebrew Israelite, Messianic Hebrew, Messianic Israelite, uh, woke, whatever you want to call yourself, you're an Israelite. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Be encouraged, my brother. Be encouraged, my sister. Don't believe the lies. Don't get your head down because someone has called you an African-American and think you crazy to believe that you are a true child of Israel. Don't let them get you down. Keep your head up because we as a people, it, it, it keeps baffling me that we continue to try to prove to our oppressors who we are. When does the scriptures ever tell us that we need approval from our oppressors about who we are? We need to move. See, see that the slave mentality is still so much ingrained into our system that we want to run back to Massa and show him who we are. Because we and, and it's good to be proud about who you are. 
it's good to be proud of that you that you found out who you really are and your your true identity. That's amazing. But you don't need to go back to the oppressor, to massa, and prove anything to him or her. We have nothing to prove to anybody but the most high and to ourselves. That is it. That is it. See, I don't rock with people that try to argue, argue with me about identity because I know who I am. And it's not just because somebody told me it's because I did the work. I, I, I followed the languages. I followed the uh, uh, the migration patterns. I followed all of the traditions of the tribes that were put on transatlantic slave ships. Um, I've done my DNA test and went down that rabbit hole all the way to all different kind of, of, of places where my DNA hits and matches. Um, like you can't argue with me about my identity. I've done the work. Now, some of us have not. And I'm not saying that you need to do the work in order to prove yourself. But I'm saying I did the work so I could be confident enough about who I am to where I don't argue with people when they tell me that I'm not something. I let them believe whatever they want to believe because I know who I am. I know that my great, 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 great granddaddy is Abraham, is Isaac, is Jacob. Now, as far as what 12 tribe I'm from, that I do not know. A lot of people say African-Americans are the tribe of Judah. And of course, we want everybody want to hail Judah because that's where Yahshua comes from. But listen, if I ain't Judah, that's OK, because guess what? Every tribe, all 12 tribes names are written on the gates of the Shamaim when, it, when, when the new Jerusalem comes down. So it don't matter if you Jacob. I mean, it don't matter if you uh, Judah. It don't matter if you Ephraim. It don't matter if you're Naphtali. It don't matter if you Reuben. It don't matter if you Gad. It doesn't make a difference. You're a child of Israel. You are a child of Israel. And that's what makes the difference. Because salvation came to, and this is uh, the segue that I'm getting into with the, uh, with the phone call, but the salvation comes to the Jew first. There's an order to everything. Now, we know that that opens up to all nations. Um, and it's not Jude John 3.16. Um, I actually need to post something about that because that, that, that scripture is taken wildly out of context. Uh, because for some reason, people think that, you know, f uh, for, for Elohim so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Um, that whosoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life and shall not perish. Uh, but it's not that God so loved the world. He loved a world, a world without end, Israel. Um, because it's crazy that he would say he loved the world, but then his son would come and say that he does not pray for the world. And all his disciples would say that anybody who loves the world has hate and enmity for the father. So he's clearly talking about something else, but we'll probably get into that on another day. I just want to encourage all y'all because I, I know you've been there and I know some whether whether it's on social media, whether it's at work, whether it's at school or whether it's just just around your neighborhood, around your city. Um, you walking around with your fringes, you walking around with your seat seats. Um, you're walking around with your, you know, your line of Judah shirts or your or your or your um, I'm from the tribe of, of Gad shirt or whatever tribe that you figured out that you from or however you figured that out. Um, or you're telling people that you're um, um, that you're from that you're an Israelite or whatever it may be. And, and they want to challenge you on your identity. Like, don't spend a lot of time arguing about that. Because you know who you are. Be encouraged. You ain't got nothing to prove to nobody about who you are. You be encouraged and stand firm on the truth. Because the truth is, is waxing cold in this, in this generation. And folks don't want to hear the truth because it's hard to hear. 
it's hard to hear that, yes, you guys have been uh, the people that you have put in derision, as the wisdom of Solomon chapter 5 would say. The people that you didn't hung and saw that his life um, is of nothing. Yes, those are children of Israel. Yes, they are. Now, I'm also, because I don't argue with people who try to tell me who I am, I don't worry about what other people say that they are. If Ashkenazi Jews want to believe that they are the true children of Israel, fine. Great. You be that. The Sephardic Jew. Hey, great. You be that. Or whatever other Jew there is out there. Um, in my opinion, I think the only person who calls himself Jewish that's probably closest to the true children of the Most High um, are the Mizrahi because they never left the Middle East. But again, that's another podcast for another day going to a deep rabbit hole. But listen, if people want to believe whatever they want to believe about who they are and they got their family trees and their ancestry, not gr awesome, great, more power to you. May the Most High bless you. I ain't worried about all that because there's so much more than just identity because Isaiah 56 is a whole chapter in Isaiah talk about folk that's going to get in that ain't Israel I'm about to show you something else in the book of Matthew um, responding to this uh, this 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 um, voicemail somebody called into Jacob C podcast voicemail about to respond to this and I'm bring something out to show you that it ain't just Israel that's making it in so we got a lot of these crazy teachers out here telling you that salvation is only for Israel when the scriptures clearly, number one, Israel in the Old Testament and the Tanakh have been proselytizing or witnessing and converting all people from all nations way before Yahshua even hit the scene. Way before. This is how a person like Herod becomes a Jew and is over the temple because he's been proselytized. Still wicked as heck, but he's been proselytized. All right. Um, you have Nineveh. Who's been proselytized? You got the whole story of Jonah. Had to go to the Goyim, the other nations, and 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 win and and uh, and convert them as well. And we read in Exodus where we're supposed to be a priest, a priestly, a uh, holy priesthood to who all nations. Yahshua, when he comes into the temple and tears up the money changes and stuff, he says, "My Father's house is a house of prayer for who." All nations, all nations, but it's to the Jew first, then the Greek. There's an order. When we as Hebrews get ourselves together, then we can go share the good news of the Basora, the gospel to all other nations. And those nations are and the reason why it's going to be harder for the other nations to come in because they have to cling to us. They have to. They have to cling to the Most High's people. They have to follow the law, statutes, and the commandments of the Most High. And they got to cling to a dark-skinned Jesus, a dark-skinned Yeshua, in which many don't want to believe in. And it's not really about his skin color that's important, but it's the fact that his skin color is dark. And most people are not going to believe that. And most people are not going to believe that you are Hebrew and that they need to cling to you and follow your customs and follow your God for salvation. But hey, I digress. Let's get into this uh, this question and answer from the Jacob Seed um, phone line hey brother this is brother chris calling from the state of nebraska shalom uh i wanted to ask you your take on brothers like myself that uh i got into the faith in 2018 
But before that, I, you know, I was not in the faith and I had uh, children with the oppressor. And I want to know now that I'm not dealing with the oppressor anymore, uh, will God be able to still save my children, even though that I am the seed of Jacob, that I am a part as a black man and I'm a part of the 12 tribes, but my kids come from my seed. That was my question, brother. Have a good day. Shalom, shalom. Brother Chris from Nebraska, thank you for calling in. Um, thank you for your question as well. Um, so if you guys heard Brother Chris, his question is that obviously he used to um, have relationships with women who were not Hebrew women. Um, and he had some he had a child or some children by them. And he wants to know, will his children be saved? Uh, first of all, Brother Chris, I would like to say um, that your children, because you are a Hebrew man, are by default also Israelites. If you're an Israelite man, your children by default are Israelites. Um, I have a podcast episode that goes deeper into this called, called Who is Your Daddy? Tracing the uh, children of Israel by uh, their father's line, I believe is something of that nature. Um, but I focus on Numbers chapter 1 verse 18 where it says, And they assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month, and they declared their pedigrees after their families by the house of their fathers, by the house of their fathers, according to the number of the names from 20 years old and upward by their poles. So we as Israelites do not determine our lineage by the blood of the mothers, uh, matriarchs, but we determine our lineage by the blood of our fathers, the patriarchs which is why that we say that we serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We are the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not the seed of um, Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, and Leah. You know, we don't call them our mothers. Um, there's a reason why we're called Israelites and not Leites or Rachelites because we come from the seed of Jacob. Um, there's a reason why David's lineage is not tainted because his grandmother was a Moabite. It's because she married uh, Boaz, Ruth married Boaz and her seed became Israelites by the fact that she married a Israelite man and all his seed would be Israelites no matter what the seed of the mother would be. So number one, I would say that be encouraged that your children are Israelites. Number two, number two, um, we can also read in the scriptures. Hold on. Let me find it here. Let's see here. Uh, where is that? Romans eleven twenty six, where Shaul says that all Israel will be saved. All Israel will be saved. He also says all Israel ain't Israel. So what does that mean? So yes, can your children be saved? Absolutely. Will they be saved? That depends on whether or not that they turn to the law, statutes, commandments of the Most High and cling to the witness of Yahshua. Identity alone will not get us in to the kingdom of heaven. Identity alone will not give us a great relationship with the Most High because we know there are a lot of Hebrews who are stuck in the Christian church, who are stuck in the, the Muslim mosques or who are atheists or who are agnostics, don't believe anything at all, and they will burn. They will not make it. They will be part of the two-thirds, unfortunately, if they do not turn. Judas, 
Was he not an Israelite? Was he not a Hebrew? Did he wear the right fringes the right way? Did he have the right color on the fringes? I'm quite sure. Did he speak the correct Hebrew? I'm quite sure. Um, he spent time with Yahshua, three years with him, walked with him. Uh, he probably himself casted out demons and healed the sick and, and, and made the blind to see because he was a Talmudim, a disciple of Yahshua. But did he betray Yahshua? Absolutely he did. Did he make it? Absolutely he did not. Some of the kings of Judah got cut off because of their wickedness. And they were speaking the paleo. And they, you know, they were direct descendants of, of David and Solomon, yet they got cut off. There was 3,000 at the beach, remember, after they left Egypt who got cut off. So it's not 100% about identity. Identity alone will not save you. Again, Isaiah 56 talks about how all nations will come to serve at some point. The, 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 the God, our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. <clears throat> he tells Job to go out to, um, I'm sorry, not Job. He, he tells Jonah to go out to Nineveh, to the Goyim, to the other nations to save them. So it's not about identity only. And let's read what Yahshua has to say um, about identity. And it's found in Matthew, I want to say it's Matthew 8. Matthew 8. Um, a Roman officer comes to him about his, his, sick, um, his sick soldier. Let's see here, Matthew. Yes. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, it is Matthew 8, starting at verse 5. And there's a lot of crazy teachings out there that the whole uh, New Testament is, is about bruise only. And it's not. The majority of it is. The vast majority of it is. But when we're talking about Romans, they're talking about Romans, white men, Italians. Or could there be black Romans? Absolutely. Black Italians? Absolutely. But just because you got black skin don't mean that you're a Hebrew. And we know that. Um, so either no matter the hue of this man's skin, he was a Roman he worked for the Roman army. No respecting Jew would work for the Roman army. All right. Even Matthew, who sided with the Romans at one point, wasn't a soldier. He was just a tax collector. But I digress. We probably get into another podcast about that as well. But anyway, it says in Matthew chapter eight, verse five, it says, when Yahshua was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, saying, Master, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Yahshua said unto him, I will come and heal him. The Satorian answered and said, Master, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh. And my servant do this, and he doeth. When Yahshua heard it, he marveled, and said to them, that followed, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. So he said, man, since I've been walking, I ain't found nobody as faithful as this Italian man in Israel yet. And he said, and I say unto you that many shall come from the east and from the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of the Shamayim, the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom, us, the bruise, shall be cast out into the outer darkness, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, why would Yahshua say that? If you continue to read further on in, in chapters 9 and 10, you will see that he would go to many places, go to his own people, because he told his disciples not to go to the Goim yet, but he would go to his own people and do miracles and cast out demons and, 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 and preach the kingdom of heaven is near that you need to repent. And these folks would, would see him as a fool. They would treat him like a fool. And he said, for those Hebrews, that the judgment of Sodom and Gomorrah will be better than your judgment. 
because you thought Abraham could save you. And he goes on to, in John, he talks about that. I believe it's like John 20 something or John something around there. We talks about, and don't think that, and don't think that Abraham can save you because I can call out these rocks and these rocks cry out. So it's not about identity only, but it's about having a right relationship with the most high. So brother Chris, can your children be saved? Absolutely. And does the most high love your children? Absolutely. Because they are from, because you're from the line of Jacob. They are from the line of Jacob. But in, in the end, will they be saved? My brother, I don't have a heaven or hell to put nobody in. I didn't make them. I don't, uh, nobody belongs to me, not even my own children. They belong to the most high. And at the end, he decides where we go. But what can help is teaching your children about the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, and teaching them about the laws, statutes, and commandments that the most high gave us through Mount Sinai, through his prophet Moses, and teaching him about how Yahshua came as in Matthew 5, 17, not to destroy those laws of those prophets, but to fulfill them, to teach us how to rightly walk them out. And, to, and, and, and just teach your, teach your children the scriptures, teach them about the pagan holidays and uh, uh, teach them about the history of the Hebrews and about the migration that we had here and about our persecutions over the years. And um, um, teach them just how to be righteous and holy and set apart in this crazy and evil world. Um, and then they will have a chance because even Paul says, hey, I'm preaching all this stuff, but I might not even make it. So if Paul thought that about himself, man. We have a slim chance of getting in. Uh, yes, because we all will die, which means we're all sinful men. We're all sinful women. Because if, if, if we never sinned, if we never violated Torah, which that was what sin is, according to 1 John uh, chapter 3, verses 4 through 9. Um, I'm sorry, chapter 3, verses 4 through 9, yes, 1 John. If we do not sin, we don't die. It's really that simple. We live forever. And there's only a couple men in Scripture who've never tasted death because they never sinned. Um, or if they did die, death did not defeat them like Yahshua. He rose from the dead. Um, Enoch was taken before he died. Elijah was taken before he died. Uh, men who did not sin. Uh, but those who sin, uh, death is your punishment. But we believe also in death, but we also believe in a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. And we believe that the just will reign with Yahshua for a thousand years. And then after Yahshua defeats the adversary, at the very, very end, the kingdom of the Shamaim of heaven will come down to earth and we will rule and reign um, in the presence of the most high and his son forever. Uh, so God bless you, brother Chris, and uh, God bless your children. Um, and thank you um, for your questions. I hope the answer sufficed um, and I pray uh, strength over you and also pray that the most high of any of your family members that first of all, the most high continue to, to, to walk you into all truth. And that whatever family members that you have, whatever friends that you have, um, that the scales would fall off of their eyes, that their eyes may be opened and their ears may be opened as well. Um, and hallelujah to all that. Um, thank everybody who's been listening. Thank everybody who's been supporting. Um, thank everybody who's just, uh, like I said, either sent a DM or Brother Chris for calling in to the, to the phone line. Again, you can call into the phone line. Um, that information will be at the end of this show. Um, that phone number and all that good stuff. And, um, man, I pray this episode again, as always, blessed everybody. And as always, keep it 98 plus 2. Share the truth. Live it out. Inform others. Shalom.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Jacob's Seed Podcast. If you have not already, we ask that you subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, as well as sharing it on your social media outlets. You can find Jacob Seed Podcast on Instagram at Jacob Seed 12, as well as on Facebook at Jacob Seed Podcast. Ever want to know how to be a part of the podcast? You can call the podcast voicemail at 901 7474 and leave a one minute comment or question and we will play it on the next episode. Ever want to know how to support the podcast? You can go on Facebook and press the learn more button or you can go on Instagram and press the link in the bio. If you do not have Facebook or Instagram, you can simply go to jacobc12.wixsite.com slash podcast. That's jacobc12.wixsite.com slash podcast. Select store and find ways to support this podcast. We thank you. We love you. And as always, we wish you shalom. Shalom.